Well, hello, everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Three quick things. This Sunday in the weekly, we talk about Palm Sunday. The weekly is the long form message. Comes out on a Sunday, but you can watch it anytime during the week you wish. On Monday starts the Holy Week daily devotionals. Now, people say to me, how can I help you, Bruce? How can I help the ministry? Well, one thing you can do, because we want to reach as many people for Christ as we can, you could, in, you could share the daily devotionals with people by sending them to this address and then they can receive them themselves. Maybe people in your parish, your church, family, friends. Why don't you say to them, come and join us for Holy Week? And it's a real time of blessing. And I know many people have done that. And that's where many of you we met for the very first time. And finally, on Wednesday, we're going to release what we call a time of prayer. In Holy Week, it's a special time of prayer and coming before God in quiet, but also bringing our needs to God. So if you have needs, why don't you go to the prayer wall and put them there? Or if you have needs and you want to send a private email address, send it to this address. You can do so as well. And we'll pray for them. And that will all be happening next week. Holy Week is just a great, great week. Well, as we finish on this Friday, what I want to talk today is about the whole area of trust. Because for me, I find this very much part of my Lenten journey, the degree of my trust in God. Psalm 91 says this, You who live in the shelter of the Most High, you who live under God, who abide in the shadow of the Almighty, will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust, my God in whom I trust. We're all called to trust in God. Well, if there's a prayer request that we receive where people are struggling in a sense to trust in God in some ways, uh, it's in the area of praying for our children and for our grandchildren when it comes to them going to church. The number one prayer request we would receive is, would you pray that my children and my grandchildren would come back to church, would come to faith, would believe in God? And I understand that. I'm a father of five children, a father, a grandfather of 10 kids. I understand that and the love you have in your heart. But the truth is for many of us, our children are not going to come back. Our grandchildren are not going to come to church or go to church at this point in time. What's, we're living in a very, very different world. Let, let me share this with, because this is an area where we need to grow personally in trust. Uh, we, when I was younger, I lived, in, we, I lived in a very different world. We believed many of the things that we were told, that authority figures told us. We were more trusting. And then in the last 30, 40 years, we have changed in the way we have educated young people in society. Uh, we, we now, we now uh, have exams for children in, in their final years of school and in university where you don't have to get the right answer. You just have to tell why you think what you think. And if your argument is logical, however you define logical, well, then you get a good mark. And what's happened is that we've all become the arbiter of our own truth. Society is changing where what you want to do is what you want to do. What you think is what you want to think. And so rather than we go back to a time when I was younger where things were far clearer, now it's almost like anything goes. And, and, and so the education process has caused everybody to, to think for themselves and come to different conclusions about all sorts of things. Have you noticed that young people are far more questioning today? Have you noticed that society is far more fragmented in terms of ideas today? It's almost you can't say anything and you're criticising someone. The world is different. And so when it comes to faith, 
and and we say to people under 40, 45, um, we say to them, there's three people in the Trinity. You know what they say? They go, glad you think that. Let me think about it and I'll get back to you and I'll let you know because they've been educated to come to their own conclusion. When it comes to if you're a Catholic and the priest says the words of consecration and this, this, uh, that this becomes the body and the blood of Christ, a younger person stops and by education must say, I'm glad you think that, Father. Let me think about it and I'll let you know if I agree. Whereas an older generation would have been more accepting of those things. Now, the effect on us who are praying for them and hoping that people will automatically come back to church, the effect of it is this, is that it causes many people despair, many parents despair. I met one mother who said to me once, she said, I have no relationship with God anymore. And I said, why that? Why is that? And she said, because the only pray I pray, which I pray all the time, would you bring my kids back to church? Would I bring my kids back to church? Would I bring my kids back to church? Would I bring my kids back to church? She said, I talk to God about nothing else. And what she has done, whether she realises it or not, and it comes out of her love, of course, is that she's made a God out of her kids coming back to church, that she's made that the most important thing, where her responsibility is to her relationship with God, to grow in her relationship with God and to trust to God her children and her grandchildren to not be sitting there the whole time saying, and I'm going to hold on to it, I'm going to hold on to it and hold on to it. The truth is God loves our children and our grandchildren far more than we ever could. God loves them far more. And do you you think that somehow because some of us who are older, we were born in an era when maybe belief was in some sense a little easier, that sometimes we're lucky, but people who've been born in the last 30 or 40 years and, and somehow the world has changed, that they're the unlucky ones, that we get into heaven in a sense Uh, And we live in faith because we were just born when we are and that they, our children, are kind of banished because they're living in this world. I can't believe that. I believe that we, our response is to love God with all of our might and all of our strength and to trust God with the things that we don't understand, including the faith of our children. I find at length that this is such a big question for me because I so desperately want my children to have faith. I so desperately want my grandchildren to have faith and to grow in their relationship with God, that I I can put that before God and my life. Can I say this to you? Let it go. Let it go and leave it to God. You know what will happen? You'll become, you'll have a far greater sense of peace. One of the things that I realise is that because Christ lives within me, because I dwell in the shadow of the Almighty, that God is within me. And anywhere that I go, the presence of God is because I believe, and I know God is everywhere, but I carry the presence of God. And so when I meet with family members in my extended family, when I meet with family members and there's someone who doesn't go to church, doesn't believe, isn't connected, I always think to myself, they're in the presence of God right now because God is within me, because I acknowledge Him as Lord. I went into a restaurant the other day and there were hundreds of people there. I remember I walked in and go, I don't know if anybody else believes in this whole place, but God just entered the room because God dwells within me. He's my Lord and my Saviour. I want you to say this to you. 
your family sees you. Your family needs your prayer. Your family needs your love and your attention and your connectedness to God. So leave them to God and you turn to God and be the God person in your family. For many years, my brothers gave me enormous grief about, about me in church and they were not going to church. They were not they were not all that interested. But you know what they used to do when they got in trouble, even though they didn't go to church? They would, if they ever faced trouble, they'd call my mum and dad and they'd say, Mum, Dad, would you call Bruce and would you ask him to pray? See, I was the God person in their family. That's what you can be. And even if they're not going to church, even if they're not connected to God, you are. You trust them to God and leave them to God and God will look after them. God will love them and God will draw them to himself. To me, this is, at the, this is the essence of Lent, to trust the Lord exactly where we are. The Lord loves your children, your grandchildren. Have no doubt about that. Now, finally, as we finish today, uh, I, want to, I want to remind you that uh, I'm going to do some talks in a few weeks' time on personal prayer. And this is a book I wrote on, on praying. And if you don't have it, I, I want everyone to be able to get it. So you just decide if you don't have it and you want it, you, you decide to give whatever you want to give. If you give more, it, uh, uh, we're able to give more of them away to, uh, to people who can't afford them and particularly to people who don't go to church. My experience of people who don't go to church is that they don't, re- they don't go automatically and buy religious books. But through the support of people who give more, I can give these to people who don't pray. And it's amazing how many people who come back and say, well, I pray now because they read something that were given for free. They wouldn't have got any other way. So your support helps us to do that. But you determine you can get it for the, the, the cheapest of prices. You determine whatever it is you want to give. But know that we're proclaiming the gospel far and wide. And then I'm going to give some talks about personal prayer in a couple of weeks' time. Loving God, I come before you today. And I ask you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, through the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord God, I pray that you would allow us to grow in trust today, that you are with us. Bless our children. Bless our grandchildren. And Lord, may we in this Lenten journey grow in our surrender and our trust of you, that to the most precious things that we have in our life, that we know that you are in control. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus, through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all, everybody. Tomorrow, the catch-up day will be where you'll get all of the videos for the week. And you can, if you haven't watched one or you want to watch one again, you can. And then on Sunday, the weekly on Palm Sunday will come out. God bless you. Make sure you share it with someone else. See you next time. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you. Thank you for walking this daily devotional journey through Lent with Bruce Downs and the team. We're praying for you in this holy season. If this podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to share it with others. You can connect with us on social media. And if you would like access to more content, head to our website at brucedowns.org.